Hey, welcome back to the Back to Ones podcast. This time I am sitting here with the girls who have been versus the city for a couple of seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for having us. I am Bryn Peebles. I am one of two girls versing a city. <laughs> and I'm Brianna Weens. Also versus the city as well as many Many. internal demons. (laughs) Uh, Yes. And we are girl on girl humor. Yeah. Together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, how did you guys meet? Well, you won. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think let's let's make it up. Let's do one word story how we met. Ooh, okay. Okay. We didn't know how we found... The inner child. So we <laughs> met in side of someone's vagina. Good. Okay. <laughs> that's how every one word story is. Anyway, that's pretty classic gangster for two people who met uh, in theater school. Yeah. So. <laughs> Remarkably close. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's how we met, though. (laughs) Met in theater school, became very fast friends, Uh, stayed friends. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. (laughs) It really is good. (laughs) Theater school in Vancouver or in... In North Vancouver, if we're going to get real specific. Yeah. Capilano College, which is now a university. Yeah, it got way nicer when we left. (laughs) Was not when we were there. Nice. And at what point did you guys get together and go... Well, we have to start making videos. And why did you say we have to get together and start making videos? That's a good question. Yeah, I think we just sort of, I mean, a lot of people reflected to us our chemistry. uh, And I think we just one day decided, like, let's just do this for fun and see what we come up with. And uh, made something we thought was funny. So then we put it on YouTube and then just kept doing it, really. Yeah, well, I remember the first one we did, we were both going away for big trips. And yeah. like we'd been talking about doing a video for a long time. And the whole idea was we were going to do like a, I think like what to do when you're traveling video. Oh, that's right. Anyway, it just turned into a fake dating advice. <laughs> as video, things do. As it often does. Yeah. And yeah, people seem to enjoy it. So we were like, okay, let's just keep making videos. And yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And that eventually led you to Girls vs. the City, which if you haven't seen Girls vs. the City, it's uh, it's pretty much like female Seinfeld. <laughs> Love that. Yes. It's uh, um, basically two 20-something women who Thank are living you. in Vancouver and just fighting, fighting the high rent, fighting the asocial aspect, fighting the rain, and uh, all of these oh-so-familiar challenges that come from living in this Wonderful yet odd city. <laughs> so um, much fighting of the rain. So you guys got your start through Story Hive, Mar- yes. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. And what? Well, I mean, obviously you draw drew a lot of inspiration from your lives, but what made you really kind of go this over other stories we have in us? I think we just had so many little tidbits. It was like years and years of material that we. Um, just stored on our phones or just things we had talked about. And honestly, it came from a very selfish place of this is so funny to us that we want to share it. (laughs) And luckily, a lot of people thought it was funny as well. But it really, 
yeah, anything we do is just what do we laugh the most at? What do we find the most ridiculous? <laughs> like, how is this even real life? This has to be yeah. in a show. I say that like five times a day. This has got to go in the show. Yeah. <laughs> so we have like a constant stream of notes and texts to each other that are just something someone said or like just a funny idea. And then somehow it always ends up in a season somewhere. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think Story Hive kicked our butts into gear with that particular story too, because we ended up being on it like two days before the deadline and we had to apply and come up with something. So I think that was also just the most accessible to us at the mm-hmm. time. If yeah. we'd had a lot more time, maybe it would have become something else, but write what, write what you know. Yeah. <laughs> know it well. Yeah. And it's totally a, a strong female fronted comedy watching it. What's it like behind the camera? What's your crew kind of look like? A lot of ladies, actually, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Um, behind the camera, it's a hot mess. <laughs> so, <laughs> They're all just barely doing the job. No, just no. <laughs> They're awesome. It's it's a lot of people we knew already and then friends of friends. And, I mean, going to school at CAP and just being in the industry, like the film industry for the last 10 or so years, Um it's, it is a pretty awesome, tight-knit community, and so we were able to, I mean, season one was um, everyone volunteered, and so that was incredible in its own right, and season two, we brought on uh, a little bit bigger crew, because mm-hmm. we were able to, and some roles changed, but um, yeah, for the most part, we have a friggin' amazing producer, she's um, Sandy Pundall, she's You're amazing, the best. and uh and yeah, key key roles, a lot of ladies for sure. Yeah, that was important to us. And it also, they were hands down the best people for the job, which yeah. is the extra bonus part. And Absolutely. Um, yeah, just a really freaking amazing team. There's no way this show ha- would have happened without the team that we have. So Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, were there ever any moments where you, not fought, but like where the direction wasn't, how did you come to like, Two people creating a film means there's always going to be viewpoints converging to a point. Mm -hmm. How does it work, both of you being the leads on this? We, you know what? Yeah, of course. I think mostly for us, if we ever have any headbutting, it only comes like after creation. Like we get along really well in the writing process, in the actual creation process. We have so much fun doing that. I think any of it comes from just being literally so exhausted and overwhelmed (laughs) by post-production and like everything that happens during filming. Yeah. I think, I think like the creative process for us, we're pretty like, well, number one, I think we're really on the same page about what this show is about, which helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're open. We always start out with like a big brainstorm and that's like the time to just throw everything out there. So there's not going to be any no's at that point. And from there, it's just, we kind of let the script rule. Like, it's like, well, this is so funny and it just doesn't work. And maybe one of us is fighting for it for a while because we think it's so funny. And then it's like, eventually we're like, okay, no, this has to die or whatever. I think, I think we're pretty good at that. We kind of go back and forth. Yeah. I think we're both pretty good at Sophie's choosing our babies. (laughs) You're you're better than (laughs) No, but I think we're both really open to each other's ideas. If there is anything that one of us really wants, but the other's like, oh, I don't get it yet. We're pretty good about being like, all right, but if you love it, we'll try to find a way to get it in there. Totally. So, And sometimes mm-hmm. those things die 
in, in the, the editing, editing room. room. <laughs> and you're like, no, that really didn't work. Sometimes right. things that you both thought were going to be great true. die in the editing room. Yeah. So That's we're true. making this sound really good. <laughs> There's also stuff that stays. <laughs> and, it's and it's better than we ever could have guessed. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, when it comes to... Because you're both trained as actors, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of where you've come to this from. When it came to kind of transitioning into heading your own project, uh, how did you approach that for, um, from like the technical side of things? Were you, were you kind of, was it kind of get a bunch of books out of the library and learn how to do things? Was it no. find people to like <laughs> fill in those gaps? How did you go about going from we're actors to we're filmmakers? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I, I mean... I feel like I did a lot of theater, like right out of acting school, I produced and directed a lot of theater and had a little production company for a few years. Um, and that's kind of always been my, like I went to acting school out of high school to be a director, quote unquote, and then loved it. Obviously I acted all through high school and stuff, but that's always been kind of, I've, I'm a big picture person. So for me, it was pretty easy. And I think, um, I don't know. I think in terms of like actual technical stuff, like we've done a ton of independent stuff. We've been on sets. We've um, even in school, like we did a little bit of everything. Um, and I think we both just have kind of a general sense of that just from our experience. And then we just hire people who are really good <laughs> at what they do, <laughs> like <laughs> like DOPs and directors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I was probably a bit more of like dragging my feet for me because I went to acting school to be an actor. So in terms of like, like Brianna is so good at being a, a manager of people from that directorial experience. And for me, it was more of definitely more of an uphill battle of like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and like, I just want to go to set and go home. And I was like, you do it, Brianna. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been great. And it's like the experience of taking on all of that and actually being able to do it and do it successfully has been so much more worth it than just showing up and going home. So mm -hmm. there's yeah. definitely something rewarding about telling a story that you really are passionate about telling. Yeah. And really with the help of like 300 people, but for the sake of this, really doing it ourselves <laughs> from, from beginning to end. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, you come up with the concept. So you kind of, sh you're the showrunner, you write it, you act in it. How do you find directors and what's that process like for you? Yeah, we, um, I guess all our directors were people we knew already um, for season one and season two. Um, how did we do that? I think names just came up. Like we're like, who, yeah. do, you, who do you think kind of thing? And, and we asked people and they said yes or no. And we went from there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was sort of just being like, who do you think would direct this? <laughs> and then we were just... Who could we convince yeah. to do this? And basically we thought, like, from the pilot all the way through, we've always just tried to think of, like, who are some of the funniest people we know that we love and who do we think, you know, has the, the talent to, to direct a whole, you know, big picture season who's also a hilarious comedian, who's also <clears throat> a friend, who's also really fun to get along with and be on set with, so... Yeah, and I think that's... We know a ton of talented directors mm -hmm. and... um and there's that comedy element that we're like, okay, this person really has to get comedy directing and editing really. Mm -hmm. And because that's the key to comedy and, uh, and know how to direct film as well as get our style of comedy and what we do, because we already have such, we're 
bossy. So, <laughs> so they have to, you know, to a degree, like it's our vision and we want to make sure someone gets the way that we do comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think most importantly is always like, do they get who we are and what we're doing? And from there it rolls pretty easily. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you go through any sort of a process where you sit down with them and, and kind of walk through a lot of stuff? Where yeah. You just... All of them were like, look, this is our fucking show. Yeah. And we were like, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. We did actually, um, for season two, a little bit more, we um, we kind of had like a full season, like everyone in the same room concept meeting just to make sure we were all on the same page. Um, and that was because we were working with new people and and just to make sure we had a cohesive thing. And I think that was really awesome this time around. It felt, um, yeah, it felt more cohesive. Nice. Mm-hmm. And especially we had three different directors for season two. So mm-hmm. it was really important to make sure that they were all on the same page just so the season didn't look like stylistically and comedically totally different. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got really lucky with who came on board. Peter, Amy and Joel and John from season one, like and wonderful Ryan directors for the pilot. Yeah. Oh, and Ryan Beale. Yeah, he directed our pilot. We were so lucky to have him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we've just honestly lucked out with our directors. They're amazing and they get us and they're so funny as humans themselves. So it's great. Always a blessing to have a good director. Mm-hmm. Taking a step back to the writing phase, what does writing an episode look like? How long does it take? What's your process? Mm, depends how many times we throw it out completely because that takes up time. We spent a good month last time just writing an entirely different season and then threw it all out and started again. And I'm quite happy with that. Me too. <laughs> Me too. In the end. Yeah. It's, oh man, it's, I think it's so hard to put a timeline on how, I think one podcast, we said it took like 10 hours an episode, but I don't even know if it's true. It's like... Yeah, because we kind of just do little chunks here and there. Um, and sometimes, like, we can just sit down and write, like, six pages yeah. in two hours. And it just, like, it really flows. And other times we're just, like, stuck yeah. on the same beat forever. Writer's block. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember for season two, like, the... we So we finally got all of our arcs together for our episodes. And then we had to actually sit down and write it. And we were... Honestly, we were kind of stuck starting on every single one, but the slumber party one, like that one, we just had so many ideas for. So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, basically we just start wherever it seems easiest and mm-hmm. then just go from there. So yeah, we were all over the place in the order of writing those scripts. Mm-hmm. Were we? Yeah. I don't yeah. Even remember. We started with two and then I think we wrote. Yeah. I, yeah. You're right. Cause yeah. we just kind of went with what, yeah. What made, we were like flowing with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how many people are in the writer's room and how many people do you show it to after writing it, but before filming it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we have ourselves and then uh, Megan Conway, who is an incredibly funny woman. She plays Cinnamon too slash funny. Cardamom slash yeah. Rosemary. Um, yeah, too funny, for sure. Um, we bring, we're actually, after this, we are going to meet her tonight for our very first brainstorm. For season what? Three we don't whatever. know. Whatever happens. For whatever's coming next. Yeah. But she's always a part of our brainstorm. Yeah. And then um, the actual writer's room, though, is pretty much just you and me. Just us two. And then, yeah, we, what we usually do once we have a script, we, um, we invite in a few other people as well uh, as Megan to we do kind of a read through and, yeah, throw in ideas where we miss, where can we up jokes, what doesn't work, that kind of thing. So never more than like six. Yeah. Of us, yeah. I would say. We don't want too many cooks. Yeah. No. It's a very it's exclusive nice club. Yeah. 
Good to keep it small. And so that was an allusion to a season three <laughs> question mark. Well, we're like we go with what flows. Like, yeah, we're we're figuring it out. We're if we're stoked on it, then we're gonna write a third season. Um and that's really like that's what this comes down to for us is like what's funny to us and what do we love. So we have some other ideas for some other projects. So we're just gonna see kind of what what happens mm-hmm. tonight's the big night <laughs> <laughs> whoa anything could happen no pressure no there's not even gonna be wine involved so do you say there's not there's <laughs> not oh. i know our other writer's not drinking well right that doesn't now. mean oh, we no. can that's true <laughs> careful you'll come out with like a drama yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> very dark <laughs> a really dull third season yeah <laughs> oh man well one of the things that i think is really cool about girls versus the city being well, for one thing, it's very female-driven. Mm-hmm. It's something that a lot of young women can connect to in Vancouver, and I'd say out of Vancouver in any city that's just expensive and hard to live in and, and has its own set of challenges. But there's something nice about seeing uh, other women reflected on the screen in these big roles. Is that something that if you guys were to continue doing different projects after this, you definitely want to to continue showcasing that. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's our mission statement. That's mm-hmm. all over everything we do for sure is uh, whether it's us or other women or whatever, it's um, writing roles for women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And good ones. Specifically comedy roles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that effect that when you have strong women in the writing room or, or behind the camera directing, mm-hmm. um, the attention on creating these roles for women that are strong and that are going to showcase mm-hmm. the very best of their abilities, that becomes a priority. Just sometimes it's, it feels automatic. Totally. Well, and I think every role that we write for the most part is like a role for me, I, I would just as easily love to play. So mm-hmm. I think that's super important. Like, I don't ever want to write anything that me, myself, I'd be like, oh, God, that sucks. Whoever gets that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, I like. Maybe we should throw a few yeah, maybe. in there. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of people who steal the show. But that's the thing. I think, um, I think it's so important to, uh, to highlight and showcase other women. There's so many funny women in Vancouver and like, ugh, man. I just, for me, I read some of our scripts and I'm like, oh God, I want to be this character. Yeah. <laughs> wanna, but yeah. Yeah. No. And as an actor, I find myself really excited to have, mm-hmm. especially recurring shows because shows, shorts are great. I love watching shorts. I love being transported for, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes somewhere and following a journey. There's something about a series based in your city that's mm-hmm. local and independent where, where you can, you feel like you have a connection with the filmmakers yeah. just because you share the same space. Um, and knowing that you're going to get to see those characters come back to screen again and again. And as an actor, feeling excited about the fact that there's a series in your city that you have a goal to act in it, and it's local, and it's independent, and it's not... You have those same feelings around, like, oh, I wish I could be on, you know, this show on NBC or ABC. Mm -hmm. I wish I could be in this local indie series. Having that sort of feeling, I think, is a really good sign, and I think that you guys put that out there for actors to get excited about thank that's you awesome. that's so awesome also are you saying you want to audition <laughs> i totally want to audition <laughs> <laughs> we get it uh, um, you could be in season three no that no but yeah props that, to you guys for, you. for doing so that much. it says something about the quality of, of of vancouver content and how it's been growing and growing mm-hmm. and i think there's so much opportunity to be doing series in vancouver 
For sure. Oh, man. And like Bryn said, there's so many talented people, and we're seeing more people creating their own stuff in series, which is so rad. And I, I think that for me, that was like a big moment when I was like, oh, man, we're doing something that means something Mm -hmm. (laughs) other than just like, we love to do this and we think it's fun and funny. It was like, I, I guess season two, when we put out like auditions, the response we got and just like some of the emails from people, women being like, just like, I've watched this like season one, love what you're doing either way, like whatever it is. And just like those messages, I was like, Whoa, like this is awesome. Like this means so much more mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Even just to see how many people wanted to come out. And I was like, Oh, we don't have enough time booked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like good problem to have. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's, I was reading somewhere the other day about how you watch a film to go off and be entertained for a while. You watch, you continue watching a series because you're there to fall in love with the characters. Yeah. Which is a really cool thing to be doing with film. Well, video. Yeah, it's it's been really fun and um I mean I think everyone for the most part is just in love with Turple, but yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's it's been way more than I think we ever thought it would be, which is amazing. And I don't know that we ever wrote a pilot thinking we would ever do a season two, but to have people actually care and and care about us, keep you know doing another season and mm-hmm. asking about it, it's just it's so nice to have anyone care about something that you care about. So, <laughs> yeah, <sure>. definitely. <clears throat> Excuse me, definitely. <laughs> I love that what you said about falling in love with because I find that like I'll go back and watch our episodes because you kind of get sick of it. I, I kind of get sick of it. I should speak for myself. Uh, you know, watching it 10,000 times, little moments editing over and over. And I like go back and there's like moments of like Bryn or Robbie or whoever that I just like these little subtle things. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, Oh man, I love that part of that character. Or I love whatever it is. And it's, yeah, I love that idea of falling in love with the character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think you guys have done a really good job of crafting something that has a lot of potential to carry forward into season three. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll do a season three. Sure. Yes. Perfect. Well, mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for coming out and yeah. sitting around in my living room and chatting about this. <laughs> thank you so much for having us. Yeah, Definitely. So for sure. And uh, yeah, where can people check out Girls vs. the City? Well, uh, Girls vs. the City lives on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, Girl on Girl Humor. Uh, That's season one and season two are there. And then it is also available, uh, season two is available on TELUS Optic Television. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. And is there any social media handles you guys want to throw out there? We are girl on girl humor all over the place. (laughs) That is, uh, yeah, humor spelt the American way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for having us.